Hello, you're listening to the Slow American English Podcast with Colleen. The goal of this podcast is to entertain you while boosting your English vocabulary. I will talk about a variety of topics, so sit back, relax, and thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. Today's episode is about Disney World. Disney World is located in Orlando, Florida, USA. I think it's the place that every American kid dreams of going. I visited Disney probably eight or nine years ago. It was definitely cool to see, but it's not my idea of a dream vacation. <laughs> However, my brother Scotty absolutely loves Disney Worlds. He's been there many times, and I was able to meet up with him today to talk about his favorite things at Disney, as well as tips for other Disney visitors. So here is our conversation about Disney World. I hope you enjoy. Okay, so I'm here with my brother, Scotty, who I would consider an expert on travel to Disney. Um, how many times have you been to Disney World? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Maybe, I want to say maybe 14 or 14 to 20 times, somewhere in there. I bet it's closer to 20 times. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, if you're going to Disney with your family, so you've got kids, if you're going there, what's the best time of year to visit? Hmm. Another good question. I think for us, we really enjoy Halloween and so we like October the best. Uh, another reason is the kids are back in school, so the parks are a little less busy. Mm-hmm. And the weather's not quite as hot. Uh, but if you're looking for the best weather, I think like February is the best because it's cooler still. And... Yeah, otherwise it's just super, super hot. And I don't know what the conversion is for Celsius to Fahrenheit or whatever. So, (laughs) but it's like a hundred. A hundred degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, here. So, yeah, super hot. I remember the time I went with you. um, I want to say it was something like April ish, maybe around Easter. Uh, to Magic Kingdom. We did go once in the fall at Halloween to Universal, um, but that's different. So to the Disney Magic Kingdom um, theme park, I think it was spring and I think it was like 90 degrees and it was horrible because you just are sweaty and hot the whole time. And I don't remember there being a lot of shade, um, like places to get out of the sun 
so maybe I'm just not remembering that right, but it's probably best to go during the winter months. Okay, so okay, so if you're flying into the Orlando airport, do you need to rent a car or is it possible to take public transit to and from Disney and around the theme parks? Yeah, you can you can certainly rent a car, but there's everything you can imagine as far as you know uber and buses we typically like to stay at a disney property and when you stay at a disney property they have a bus it's typically called the magical express that bus will take you from the airport with all your luggage and they'll actually deliver your luggage right to your room. You don't even have to worry about it. Awesome. So you can go straight to a to a park and enjoy your day while your luggage magically shows up in your room <laughs> later. So we typically do that, but the only way to take advantage of that is to stay at a Disney resort. Okay, does it cost you anything? to ride that bus? No, typically that bus is included in okay. your vacation package. Nice. Okay, um, so then I guess, do you recommend staying in the Disney Resort rather than an off-site hotel? I do. The biggest reason for that is, no, number one, that bus, but those properties have buses that go to each park, which, you know, it's Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, and Epcot. So they have buses running from park opening to, I believe, two hours after park closing. And these buses are running every 15 to 20 minutes. So you can basically get around all week or however long you want to stay there for free. We don't spend a dime on taxis or Uber, any of that. Nice. The buses are all included and they're they're quick, you know, since you're at a Disney property, they're usually pretty close in proximity to the parks. Yeah, I remember taking those buses and it was really slick. It seemed like you'd never really had to wait too long. So it's a really good option. Um, so if you do that, if you stay at the Disney Resort and you use their transportation, what does that limit you to as far as food options? So there's a lot of food options at your resort. There's typically a couple restaurants um, sometimes a quick service one, sometimes a sit down one. And at the parks, there's pretty much everything you can imagine. And then you also have the option with, uh, those buses to go to Disney Springs, which is kind of like a little city, um, that Disney kind of set up that has more shopping and more restaurants. And there you're going to find restaurants that you might be used to like planet hollywood or um like hard rock cafe hard maybe? rock cafe yep mm -hmm. stuff like that okay do you have any tips for first timers someone who's never been there before what would be helpful for them 
to know? Yeah, my my biggest tip is exactly what we discussed already is staying at a Disney property because okay. it makes things so much easier. And then another tip I have is to stay a week because you don't want to have to rush through every theme park. And it is a lot to get through because you're walking all day mm -hmm. and you want to just be able to enjoy it all. So typically you go to a few parks, then you have a day where you can rest your feet, maybe stay at your resort and then go back at it for a few more days. And then it gives you a chance to maybe revisit what was your favorite park as well. And Universal Studios is just on the road from Disney. So you could take possibly an extra day or two to do that. Yeah, Universal was really cool. I actually think I had the most fun there, but maybe that's just because it was Halloween time and it was scary and they had haunted houses and I'm into that. <laughs> um, what are some things that you might want to carry into the park with you? For example, the thing I thought of first was sunscreen because I fry very easily and I didn't want to be without that the whole day. So what else would you recommend you definitely want to bring with you to the park? Yeah, so we typically have sunscreen of course but you can also buy that there is a little store at each park that will sell you that sometimes it's tricky to find but typically near the front entrance also a poncho or umbrella that you can tuck in a small bag or a purse okay and then sunglasses of course and maybe a water container if you like i mean there's plenty to drink there but sometimes you're standing in a line for a long time and you can't just hop out of line so it's nice to have a some kind of water or something that you can have with you right okay so you mentioned you can't just hop out of line I know that there are um, wristbands that you get uh, with Disney and I think that there's different features like you can jump to the head of the, of the line sometimes or I don't know what else you get with those um, but can you explain how those wristbands work? Yeah so your wristband is kind of when you stay at a Disney property your wristband is kind of the key to your whole vacation. Uh, they give you a wristband prior to your vacation it comes in the mail and that wristband will um, unlock your hotel room with a scan. It'll um, be your park um, passes for the day, your tickets. So you can so get in and yep, out of each yep. park with so you it. you scan that. You also get, now this might change, but typically you get three what's called fast passes per day at a park. And what those fast passes are is you can go online or on your phone and choose three rides that you really want to ride that you won't necessarily have to wait in line for. Okay. So, and they will give you times to show up at that ride. When you get to that ride, you'll scan your fast pass 
or your, sorry, your wristband, and then you will get to go to the front of the line. Okay, that's really cool. I, we didn't have that when I went, and I remember waiting in line forever at Sunrides. Yes, and you can also use that um, wristband um, to link your credit card on, so you really wouldn't even have to carry your wallet if you don't like. Oh, so you, you can, can buy just all of with... your things with your wristband. Awesome, that's really nice, actually. Um, okay, so which is your favorite Disney park? If you let's say you only had one day to visit one Disney park, what would you choose? I think for me, it's Magic Kingdom, just because it's the biggest of the four at Walt Disney World, and it's the most nostalgic for me, which I like. Like Some of the rides are a little more child-themed, but it's still kind of cool. It's a really happy feeling there. Now, for adults, most adults, like my uh, lady, <laughs> she enjoys Epcot the most because they have all the different countries represented there. And you can kind of walk from country to country and sample foods and drinks from all different countries. Oh. And you also can drink at that park. So they have adult beverages there. Okay. And the themes are just maybe a little more adult there but there's not as much to ride there. So I like okay. Magic Kingdom, but there's something for everyone there. I haven't been to Epcot, so that's mm. interesting for me oh. to hear too. Um, okay, so at Magic Kingdom, is there like one ride that you definitely have to go on every time you go, or maybe there's one beverage that you really wanna buy every time you're there, or something you know, that you really recommend? Yeah, we have a bunch of small traditions for us as a couple that we like to do there when we, as silly as it might sound, but when we get into Magic Kingdom, we always stop at the Starbucks and get a drink. <laughs> There's something just nice and comforting about walking around Magic Kingdom with coffee. And then after that, we, I recommend always the seven dwarves mine ride it's a newer snow white white ride and it's a different kind of roller coaster where you're kind of suspended and the cart can rock back and forth oh. instead of being just straight stuck to the track so you swing when you go around a corner that's cool that one is really fun and so that's my number one recommended also splash mountain it's you do get wet on it, but you're in kind of a log flume type ride. And um, it's the longest ride at Disney. I believe it's nine minutes plus. So if you want a long ride, that's pretty long. So yeah, it is. Um, in contrast, the Seven Dwarfs ride is maybe two minutes. So okay. nine minutes is quite long. And then as far as a snack or whatever, we always enjoy Dole Whip at Magic Kingdom. Okay. So. Yeah, I've never had that actually. Um, I know they have it at the State Fair too yeah. in Minnesota. 
and I've never had it there. So I think this year will be the year I try it yeah. <laughs> as long as it's open right. due to COVID. Um, is there anything that you would recommend people don't do or don't bring to the park or don't do while they're at the park? Um, just any don'ts that you would say like, yeah, you really don't need that or yeah, this isn't cool if you do this. So, hmm. <laughs> I guess beyond the obvious, <laughs> like don't bring any weapons, of course. <laughs> Don't fight someone. <laughs> um, that's a tough one. I I always say don't bring too much in there. Like, like a, backpack a backpack full of stuff. Um, even when Kitty brings her purse along, I'm like, why do you bring that? I have my wallet. And, of course, she's a female, so... She wants her chapstick. She wants her she chapstick. Wants her, her own exactly. sunscreen. And she does carry <laughs> her umbrella, typically, or our poncho, whatever. So, um, I just thought of another nice thing that Disney will do if you're staying at the resort. So, if you go to one of the stores at a theme park, Magic Kingdom, and you buy something they will offer to have that delivered to your room back at your resort wow. so you don't have to carry it around all day. And it doesn't cost anything extra. That's, It'll just show up in your room at your resort. That's really nice, actually. Actually, I take that back. It won't show up in your room. It will show up at the front desk. Um, but it's so easy to just get off the bus, go pick it up, and head to your room. So yeah. It saves you from carrying around that big Mickey Mouse stuffed animal <laughs> all day or whatever it might be that you really wanted to buy. Yep. Okay, so yeah, that's a good point. So it's definitely the smart thing to do to stay at a Disney resort um, so you can take advantage of all those benefits rather than trying to stay at an off-site hotel and having to drive to each park and drive to your restaurants and then you don't have the benefit of having things delivered to you and yeah I can see why that would be the best thing to do there so can you think of anything else that maybe people might want to know about Disney before they go um, I just thought of one other thing. They do offer a dining plan with your um, vacation package. And we have used the dining plan in the past. We've also elected to not. And we typically do not use it anymore because we found that it was just a little limiting um, as far as what you could eat and when. Now, if you like to eat a lot and you like to just eat Disney food, then it's a good option. But we were often not using some of our meals every day because you just get busy in the parks or whatever. But, and we like the option to be able to go to like Planet Hollywood or something where those kind of restaurants are not included in the dining plan, so. Okay, yeah. Cool. Okay, well, I can't think of anything else um, about this topic. So thanks a bunch for coming on my podcast. And I hope that this was 
useful and informative for anybody wanting to visit Disney World soon. Um, yeah, so thanks a bunch. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's Colleen. If you would like to give any feedback regarding the episode you just heard or any suggestions for future episodes, I would love to hear from you. You can contact me at slowamericanenglish at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at slowamericanenglish. If you enjoy what you hear, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks so much for listening.